that's what it is. And he came over here early, went to sleep. I had to, I had to take a nap. Yeah, I hope you hyped this episode because if not, it's gonna be pretty trash. But you know what? You a hater. Oh man. Oh man. Maybe. Oh man. Just a purified not hater. Again. Baby hater. <laughs> you Don't interrupt Drake. Back to back for the niggas that didn't get the message. Back to back like I'm on the cover of lethal weapon. Back to back like I'm Jordan 96, 97. Whoa. Very important. Some of y'all don't know. I just did a podcast yesterday, even though you are hearing this days later. But it doesn't matter because, you know, we back. Hey, hey. You gonna make me step out of my fucking frame. You gonna make me buy bottles for Charlemagne. Oh, you, you freestyle. He did. So for those who do not know, this is the Paid and Exposure Podcast. I'm your host, Gavo, a.k.a. Coke, a.k.a. whatever you want to call me. My co-host is here, Key. Yo, 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 yo. I think you got like a a.k.a. Key Nona. No, That's what I call just you. Key. Kiana. Kiki. Well, nobody really calls me Kiki. Yeah, but I was like, nigga, I hate when niggas be like, oh, they call me such and such. You be like, Well, I, I was thinking of names that maybe my family but they don't even, they just call me shout out to curse i know that you gotta say it wrong again sorry cursler i say it i think i say it right but she, she gotta let me know if i'm saying it wrong hold on yeah you getting body by singing nigga or photography nigga i remember i told my wife i was gonna give her a prenup before we got married <laughs> did she laugh nah because she was very um understanding let me pause drake for a moment we'll mm, that's nice she was kind of understanding because it was like one of those things i had just just i just got to crib and so i was like yeah you know what i'm saying and i was like i took um so whenever you get your first home at least there's grants which is funny we're gonna be talking about grants today mm. and so in this grant um we had to take a homeowner's course and one of the ladies in the course she was taking this even it wasn't one that was for a homeowner first time homeowners it was one for if you want this grant you have to take this course mm. but it was geared to first time homeowners gotcha. and she had lost three of her last houses to her three ex last ex-husbands dang and she was telling us do not like get your prenup if not you're going to lose your homes and so and everybody should know whenever you buy a home, whenever you get anything, you need to check the marital laws that's in your state. Yep. This is coming from a guy who did not do it. So, you know, if you keep following this pod and some shit go bad, then y'all be able to see what happens. <laughs> but um, that's not the point. The point is. So y'all didn't sign a prenup? No, no, no. I mean, because once I got married, I'm like, yo, it's my first home. I mean, p the worst can happen is we split it. But I don't know how it works in North Carolina as far as like... Um, splitting the house. Splitting it or... Do you get what you came with? And then after what you came with, y'all split everything else after that, whatever True. the case may be. Because even if that's the case, then what probably will happen, I will have to give her spouse support. She made more money than me, but that's a whole other subject. But that's <laughs> not the point. But the point is, I'm like, eh. But it did scare me. And I remember I was like, yo, man, you know, I think whoever, I, we wasn't married yet. So I was like, yo, whoever married me, man, they're going to sign a prenup because F that, I ain't losing my crib. And then she was just like, one day I said it again. She was like, bruh, I hope you don't know I want your damn house. <laughs> And I was like, huh? And she was like, y'all been living on my own longer than you. Like, I ain't worried about not having somewhere to stay. Well. And I was just like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, we got a problem here? I ain't say that, but you know, I was, you know, niggas be talking good. Yo, Bye -bye. welcome back, man. Welcome back. You should have played Mace, man. Welcome man, back. Um, welcome so back. for those who not know, this is episode, can I get a drum roll? This is episode, I think it's 45. Let me see. 45. 45. This is episode 45 of the Pays and Exposure Podcast. Don't worry, we're going to do drops. But before we do that, um, the pie was invited to a wedding. We was. We didn't even do a pot there. We should. We. Um. I was going to pack the equipment because we was in a wedding in where? Where were we? We see, was you in say it? Indianapolis. I know how to say it. Okay. Everybody else in the house couldn't. <laughs> so we was in Indianapolis and... uh. All right, how you want to do this? You couldn't carry this stuff on the plane. You know how much you already got well, to carry your camera. I know, but what I was figur figuring was I have all these pads. Um, so everybody, if you are a photographer and you're listening, then you already know in your photography book bag you have these little cushions and you can mm -hmm. take them all out. So I was like, this is pretty flat. I was gonna add two mics, probably mm -hmm. one more for Neil, because Brittany and Rena ain't gonna never say nothing. And then I was <laughs> like, oh, 
I sit it in there and carry it, and yeah. we could have did it at Ed's crib. And even Ed's, even like I think Jared and DJ was like, "Yo, why we ain't do a pod?" Yeah. And I think if Shaq would have came, I would definitely did it. These are all people that nobody knows, but we'll get to all those people anyway. <laughs> well, they definitely know about Shaq because I talk about Shaq every week about how he almost whooped my ass. Anyway, it was a dangerous time. All right, let's go to this wedding. What you think about it? What was your takeaways? Here we I go. Like, no, I like the wedding. It was very nice. I like the um, the we, food was bomb. That was probably... Oh, my gosh. That food was so good. That's probably the best wedding food I didn't have. Yes. Me t- no offense to you or... or I, any, I ain't even eat my wedding food. My or, wedding food or was Megan cool, but or it was... Anybody, yeah, yeah. No, they, it was better than... It was definitely better than my wedding food. Their food was bomb. For sure. Yeah. I didn't even get to eat that day. Like, the little appetizers. Like, this, they had that little... Uh, Whatever that shit was that was wrapped in bacon, that shit was gone. I ate it off. No, the I didn't table. eat one of them because I don't like stuff wrapped in bacon. That shit was I just rather eat the bacon. I don't even know what was inside. But it was like a little, some type of um, empanada thing. That shit, mm, excuse me, that junk was them, so. You know what's good when the green beans good. is good. I had the green beans. But hey, broccoli was good too. Yeah, we was talking about that. As soon as we got <laughs> back, to, as soon as we, this is how you know we niggas. As soon as we leave the wedding, I go, y'all had them green beans? <laughs> that shit's <was> good. <laughs> Them shit was busting. Bro, the they had beans. the mashed sweet potato. <sighs> yeah, Karina gonna come over to me at the I don't even table. like sweet potatoes like that. So we had a head table, a king's table is what it's called. And so we're at the table and Rena comes up to me and goes, remember, I ordered this because we were going to swap sides. So can I have your sides? And I was like, if you don't take your ass back across this wedding, because <laughs> no. And she goes, okay, fine, fine, fine. I'm gonna get up now and walk off. And so uh, she we, ended up having the same food as you, though. Yeah, and so it was bomb though. It was good. I liked it. Um, what else? I almost had to cuss out the chick who was taking pictures during the ceremony. Yeah, there was a lady, Ezra. I don't know if this is your kin or or Lauren's kin. It's but, one of their kin. I, I figured that out. Uh, Ezra's. Nah. Oh, but she was taking. She was not the photographer. She was sitting in the stands. So this, but her flash important. was on. That's what made it worse. So let me tell you this, and Lauren, we sorry. We, we but love you, but yeah, we're yeah. sorry. Yes, um, if Lauren's listening, tell her to skip like 45 seconds. Um, so let me tell you, as a photographer, that is one of the most annoying things ever. And I felt bad for the photographer. Yeah. Because what ends up happening is a lot of people do not know, if you are a photographer, look at us helping niggas early. We only 30. Boy. Oh, seven minutes in. I was like, damn, are we even recording? Because this shit good. <laughs> My bad, y'all. Um, seven minutes in, we helping niggas. If you are getting married, if you're a photographer that is shooting a wedding, pull. First of all, if you're a photographer, it should be in your contract. Um, I'm not responsible for any outside photography. And I always instruct. um, And we got to pause the pot. Damn, we got to pause the pot. Y'all give us a little intermission. Doing a punch in in three, two, one. And we're back. Um, so we just had to make a little pit stop. Why uh, do we have to make a pit stop, Gavin? Because my dad stopped by. <laughs> Ow, Reggie. <laughs> inappropriate. In, totally inappropriate. He gave me a no hug say. and he gave me a kiss on the cheek. Okay. The point is my pops came by, so we had to stop. So what the hell was we talking about before? Uh, photography. Weddings. Weddings. at weddings. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> back to this wedding. Um, shout out to my boy, Ed. That is my guy. First off, before we go in. That's my guy. For those who do not know, if you listen to the Unscripted podcast back in the day, uh, which was a sports podcast, Ez was that host that left me for Indy and the podcast died. <laughs> um, but that is my best friend. He's one of like three of my best friends. He's amazing. So he's a great dude. So anyway, um, newsflash for photographers. If you have, if you're doing a wedding, you should have in your contract that you are the only sole per- photographer. You should also go to the bride and groom. When you speak to the bride and groom, when they sign a contract, you should instruct them, hey, let your, whoever your officiant is, let them know to announce mm-hmm. there should be no photography outside of the hired photographer. Correct. If you forget to, I would say it to the officiant before. Say, hey, can you just mention, let's please be respectful, no photography. Um, if you are getting married, you should already tell the photographer, ask them how they want to go about it, but you should also tell your officiant. The reason why, now, I can't speak for what happened up in Indy, because I, but I can speak from past experiences. I've been in situations where I'm taking pictures and somebody stands up and their flash is going off. I'm not a flash type guy. Um, most people do not know the flash in your camera is only good for like three to eight feet. Mm-hmm. 
It's not, and that lady was not three or eight feet from Ed's in there. Bruh. She was, she was at least like 20 feet. So the thing is, most people don't know. They flash. One is distracting. Every time that shit went off, what are, y'all saw me up there. I was I cutting. I'm like, yo, who is shorty in the audience with the big camera? And then, <laughs> so I'm like, yo, what's, what's, what's going on, bro? And so then, um, it's one is distracting. Two, when it goes off on somebody, what people don't realize is like, yo, the picture I'm trying to get, they might overexpose what I'm trying to get. And now yeah. the picture is ruined. Yeah. Because that light, let me tell you, if you notice her flash did not just go off once it was flickering because it's trying to read light and it can't read shit because the ceilings are a hundred feet tall. The subject is 20 feet away. So it don't know what is measuring light for. And so then she messed, she probably messed up the photographer's photos because he was facing her taking photos. Yeah. And she was facing him. Oh yeah. yeah. You so gonna see that. he gonna have, she might not, I don't know how the picture is going to be when them walking down the aisle. Yeah. That. And then, when we was outside, she was out there. I was weak when yeah, we was outside because I, I was like, that. yo, she had me dying laughing. Um, lim- funny, funny story. <laughs> we're getting ready and <laughs> we're getting ready and a photographer and videographer come up. And so it was either Jared or DJ goes, oh, he's had pictures too. <laughs> and both of the photographer and videographer looked at me. They kind of sized me up and was like, all right. So, you know, I stepped back. Oh, we got a problem here? Because I ain't playing that shit. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, all right, all right, you know, whatever. So then the photographer, you know, the videographer, he was leaving. So we had to have a, a dick swinging contest, right? So I was like, yo. Pause, bruh. No, you understand what I mean. Dudes do this all the time. Dudes, you know, they have a little pride thing. So I was like, I like your camera or whatever. And I was like, oh, what you shoot with? Because I was actually interested because I never seen a lens like that. His setup I had never seen. Mind you, I don't do videography, whatever. And so he told me, he was like, oh, what you shoot with? And I was like, oh, I shoot with a Canon 5D Mark IV, but I want to get the R5, blah, blah, blah. And, I'm, and he was like, wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. Wait. Okay. You take pictures? And I was like. Oh, we got a problem here? I'm like, yeah, I take pictures, bro. And so he, we was going through that. And then the, um, later, fast forward through everything, uh, the photographer, he's looking at all the pictures on their tables. And so uh, my wife, Karina, I'm saying my wife like you don't know. My <laughs> wife is going around videoing all the pictures on the tables. And he was like, wait, did you take these? <laughs> oh, we got a problem here? I was like, yo, you know what's up, bro. Don't try me. Maybe he was just, you try know. Try me. I don't, maybe he wasn't trying you. Maybe he was admiring your work. Yo, he lucky I ain't had a chop out. A home, a home girl was uh, videoing too. <laughs> Oh my god, Lauren! So, Lauren, don't let your um family member hear that part of the, the thing. Um, Edge, you can tell Lauren she can start back listening now. Um, so anyway, the wedding was cool. Yeah, it was. Um, cool. everything was everything was actually fun. It was funny because Edge was definitely nervous, and it was funny. He was like, "Bro, everybody keep asking me, am I nervous?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm doing it because y'all did it to me." I said, "I already know you nervous," and he was like, "It ain't like you do this shit every weekend." I'm like, "You right? You don't get married every weekend." It, you don't. You don't. But it was a super good time. Um, I enjoyed it. I had fun. We did have fun. I didn't like that. I really wanted. I think me and D wanted, wanted to go. Jeez, I can't even talk. Really wanted to go to that that club or lounge or whatever it what, was. Lava. Yeah, but we can. Yeah, lava we was not get in there, bruh. So we go. They have a place called Broad Ripple, in Indy. It's a little area of town. We wanted to go there. We wanted to go to Lava, but Lance Stevenson was outside. And he had about 30 people with him trying to get into the small hookah lounge. Mm-hmm. And we was good in line. We was probably like number 15, 20, somewhere right there. We was like, all right, it's about five or six tables open. We good. good. Bruh, he walked up to the door. I think all of us just looked at each other and like, let's go to time the spot. To we went to the last time. Exactly. <laughs> and it was a wrap off of that. His fan, his phantom was fire, though. But uh, what else? We stayed in the hood. We stayed in the hood. We did. It was a trap house across the street. Gavin picked the Airbnb. I just want to let y'all know. I did not pick the Airbnb. So this is the debate our group has. <laughs> I was in charge of finding the Airbnb. I made a group. I made a a, a list. Mm-hmm. Everybody goes. The first one was fine with me. Cause that's the first one you sent. I think that's no. What I just it was. sent the group though. Or did, well, no, you sent us one, right? Okay. And I think we just all went with the first one. See. All of us went with the first one. Yeah. Thank well, you. when we Hand say that. For that admission, man. Oh well, gosh, when we say that you picked the Airbnb, you know we're just joking, right? We was in the hood, though. We was in the hood. 
but you know we was protected uh there was a, the a hallelujah there was a door in the kitchen that led downstairs to the basement it looked really creepy i told d to go down there he said i ain't going down this there. nigga put a fan in front of the door I, that was out. me that was me oh, okay so that. you put a fan in front well of the door. it was already in front of the door because Darnell put it there. No, no, no. It was already there when we oh, got there. Y'all got there. Okay. And I just moved it closer to. <laughs> and I said, yo, Karina was mad because I was leaving my review. And then she was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. That's too nice. She yeah, first of all, okay, homegirl tried to trip us up on the steps. It does say. It does. But God, girl, you need to fix that. Yeah, that shit was fucked up. She said in her Airbnb, like, all right, so this is the question. Do you get mad at Airbnbs when they tell you, yo, this is what's wrong with the crib? I mean, we can't be mad at her, but she definitely needs to fix that. Hell yeah, that shit is a hazard. Yeah, somebody can hurt themselves. We stay downstairs. Whether you tell us or not, like, you need to fix it eventually. All right, you ready to get this podcast started? You always doing weird shit. Welcome to the Paid and Exposure Podcast, a podcast about helping our community of photographers to reach the next level in their business. We just leveled up. Now he's your host, Charlotte photographer, Gavin B. Can I just pay you an exposure? Hell nah. I was looking at Key to see if she was going to say it, but she pointed at me this time and said, no, you say it, you say it. Um... um, so today is going to be interesting. So I told you guys a long time ago, shout out to Henry Jones Photography. He is the only one that lets me know if I fail at what I'm supposed to be doing, what I'm not supposed to be doing. I got a couple other shout outs that's coming too, but shout out to Henry Jones Photography. Um, today is going to be quick. One day of the week, I do want to have a for real photography conversation, which was the last episode 44 with Rickland Young. Please go check that out. Let me know what you think about it. Hand class for Rickland, man. He came over. He got a little angry about Breonna Taylor and Tori. We're going to clear that up in a little bit, and we'll kind of see what you feel about that. I'm just here as a messenger. Um, yo, he we went and got something to eat. Did you see me eat that wing? Yeah. Bruh. Key. That shit was no exaggeration how hot that shit was. That shit, my teeth was on fire. <laughs> and then the dude, the chef goes, yo, drink this. And it was a shot of sour cream. Swear in three minutes, my mouth was back to normal. My skin was still hot. And the sour my cream. My skin was still hot. Bruh, it was so hot. So for those who I know, they have this thing called a wicked wing. It had wicked sauce on it. It had ghost peppers, some other peppers, uh, all peppers. Oh, black <laughs> But pepper. you like lemon pepper. I love lemon pepper wings. Lemon pepper on my motherfucking wings. Um, anyway, um, go check that out. This is episode 45. We're going to talk about dope 45 in the white house too in a little bit oh gosh anyway so the main topic today i kind of want to just run through oh the i'll be forgetting what the hell i'm supposed to be saying <laughs> so the point is this episode is what we missed mm-hmm. so we're not going to be talking if you here for photography we do have a couple of photography subjects so please just roll through it if you are one of the funny people who come and listen to us and you know nothing about photography you don't really care about photography you kind of just hear here uh you want to hear us do our shit and giggle uh, look at the timestamp. Shits and giggles. Yeah, whatever. Who the fuck cares? Okay. Scroll to the end. Um, but first up, I kind of want to talk about this before I lose y'all because you might actually be interested in this. Um, I noticed that nobody talks about colorism and racism in photography, and that blows my mind. And I was talking to my boy about this. Um, I can't remember who, so I get it. Guess it ain't my boy. <laughs> I hate when niggas do that. Like, oh, yeah, my homeboy, man, that's my brother. And they'd be like, yo, where you stay at? I don't even know. Like, shut up. I hate when niggas do that. I hate that. Um, Love great. I, I, <laughs> do you think the average person, you, you're not a photographer. You right. know some. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think people understand that there's colorism and racism in this industry? I don't think people go to or bring up the category of photography when we talk about racism and colorism mm. so i would agree with you with that i guess for me is is very interesting because i know i let me play this i don't know anybody but i've seen a lot of photographers who do not shoot people of color and i know why and for them i don't even think that's a uh let me play this they don't have they only shoot lighter people of color and so to me, that's where the colorism comes into. Mm. And so, for instance, 
they'll shoot someone that's my wife's skin tone who's bright. Mm-hmm. They'll shoot somebody like me. Mm-hmm. And they might look at you and be like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. And I don't want to call it racism because I don't think they do it because they're racist. I really think they do it because they don't know how to shoot you. They don't know how to edit. Absolutely. So with them, instead of hiring somebody or still before we can get to edit, we still got to expose for the right way. I got to know. And then once it comes to editing, I got to hope I hit it, hit that mark that you won't write them back and be like, hey, this is actually too light. I'm not that light. So would you say that somebody is not a good photographer if they can't shoot all different skin tones skin tones absolutely hmm. sorry i mean i believe that you can um i still it, that's just for me and my style that i personally like yeah now there's some people who say yo you know you can only shoot white people or you can only shoot people of a lighter hue and get an amazing story out of it some people look at photography for the story the yeah. emotion whatever me i just like good clean crisp work yeah like i don't care I can look at something and say, yo, I really love this and not know the story, not know the emotion, not care about it either. But that's just me. I don't bash anybody who does it. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, I look at that. Then I look at, you know, this as a woman of color, you probably ran across makeup artists who have no black women on their page. Yeah. And I always something about me. It used to make me laugh because I used to wonder, I'm like, yo, why well, don't ever see no sisters on her page? And I was telling one girl, she said, oh, well, she probably don't know how to match skin tones. It's is easy. it the same type of mindset you have for black women that may not have white people on their page? Um, I always tell black women, uh, every black makeup artist that comes up, I do tell them that. Mm. I give them a heads up. I'm like, yo, it's going to look weird. I said, you need to get in there and you need to try it because it might be the same thing. I don't know. I don't apply makeup, so I don't know how easy it is to find your right skin tone, right? Find your right number. It's not that hard. I mean, it's not that easy. I looked at my number on Fenty. Oh, Jesus, be a fence. No, I've been on Fenty, <laughs> which was funny because it was the winter time. I was trying to get Rena some makeup, and I said, yo, she's a little bit darker than me. So let me go up here. I put my little hand to the to the little shit on the computer screen. I scroll. You say a little bit darker than you? Yeah, it was winter. Oh. So I was like, ah, this is her right here. This is what I want to see her in. And I think I was like two numbers off. But she was like, I can make it work. <laughs> <laughs> shit was funny as hell anyway but no i have told black makeup artists i'm like yo you should you need to know because no woman of a lighter hue wants to do i had a woman who did karina's makeup one time i can't say how because then it give away what this was she did and it wasn't let me just stop somebody <laughs> did karina's makeup one time uh-huh. and she was black and karina looked like a ghost mm-hmm. karina hates those pictures to this day you've seen the pictures I can't tell you how, because like I said, we'll give it away. But she hated those pictures. And Karina was like, my makeup didn't look right. That's not my skin tone. And I don't think the woman knew how to mix stuff to get the shade to what it was. And mm-hmm. she literally looked like a ghost. And it's people like that. You got to know that shit, too. Like, even as a black makeup artist and even as a black photographer, I've seen black people that shoot non-people of color and can't, can't get it do right. it. And this is all the colorism type thing and i think and the colorism is not that oh i don't know how to it's the i refuse to work with you because i don't know how to and you which, don't want to learn and you don't want to learn and you're 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 um you're cool with being ignorant to what the hell is really really going on mm-hmm. and there's people that's like that and then we keep going on and this is when the racism comes in there's brands that choose not to work with people of color sure it's easier for them to use these people. Amir called me. Um, shout out to Amir. Cash register for Amir. Um, Amir called me. And we was talking about. Um, the shit that's in downtown Charlotte over there. Uh, in, uh, by Target. That's in downtown. That little whole little ex- section down there. Mm, for those who do not know. Midtown? Yeah, yeah, yeah midtown. midtown. So for those who do not know. I applied for a job probably about two. A year and a half ago. Um, for down there in Midtown. And I really wanted this job so bad because I really felt like I could help Charlotte start getting black people in place they need to be with culture um, and being creative and things of that nature. So I went in there. Um, It was a white lady who I was interviewing with. She was mad cool. She was from Chicago. She, um, me and her was already planning on what type of artists I wanted in the building and things of that nature. And she was telling me I'm getting tired of seeing 
she had, she was new to Charlotte, but she was like, everybody I talked to keeps saying, let's go to Noda. Like, go to Noda. She was like, that shit is a block. Yeah. Y'all guys, art district is a block. She was like, and it's not even art. I'm like, yeah, Noda's trash. And she was like, huh? And I was like, yeah. Plaza and Noda was cool in the 90s when I was a little kid. It's not now. And yeah. I was, so I was telling her about um, black market and things of that nature. I'm like, yo, I know who to put you in contact with to get those connects. And so she was cool. And she, you know. We we got almost to the offer letter. She got my recommendations. People was calling. People was emailing. Everything was cool. And then radio silence. And so I'm like, all right. So I called. I was like, hey, I haven't heard anything as you guys. She was like, oh, yeah, we'd be in touch. Mm-hmm. And, and it was a holiday. So I was cool with the radio silence because of the holiday. It was like two holidays back to back. It was something weird. Right. And so then I emailed back and she goes, wait. You haven't heard from such and such? I was like, no. So I'm thinking, okay, cool. They offered me the job. And she's upset. I get an email say, hey, unfortunately, we went into a different direction. So I'm like, damn, how did I lose this job? Yeah. I nailed the first interview for people that flew in. I nailed the second interview, and then I nailed it with her. And I'm like, how did I mess up? Like, where did I go wrong? And then, you know, of course, one of those random times when you get, you don't get a job, I sent that dumbass email like, oh, can you please let me know why? <laughs> And I got nothing, right? <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God, this shit ain't it. And so it was funny. I'm I'm no, I'm drawing out the story. Sorry, y'all. But anyway, um, I got petty. What did you do? <laughs> oh, okay. What's the pettiest thing you ever did when you didn't get a job? I haven't done anything petty because I didn't get a job. That sucks. Well, or it's very mature. Not that it sucks. Wow, that's mature. Um, not nothing. I just stalked a page heavy for the next three weeks. Found a girl. Mm-hmm. And Karina asked me. She said, "What type of person could they get that was better than you?" And I go, "I said you want the truth." She said, "Yeah." I said, "If I was them, she would be white. She'd be blonde. She'd have uh, blue eyes. She'd love beer." And I said, she'll be young. She goes, why? I said, you get her young because you can overpay, underpay. Mm-hmm. I said, Charlotte is a growing city that's losing its culture. So it's easy to sell a young white woman with blonde hair than a 30-year-old black male with blonde hair. Ha! <laughs> Great one. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was like, it's easy to sell. I said, they're in here talking about they want to do sweat yoga. They want to do tricycling classes. I think it was cycling class, not tricycle. What the fuck? What in the world is a tricycle class? I don't know. They wanted to do cycling class. Like, they wanted that. And I said, um, they wanted to do, like, they wanted to have, like, a a beer tour. I don't even drink beer, but I ain't tell them that, of course. Right. And so I said, it's that's the makeup. And I said, honestly, that's the makeup of every marketing freaking social media marketing person in charlotte nobody wants to admit that shit but that is the exact makeup of a marketing person in charlotte and i said which is why they will get the same results they've been getting and won't be getting nowhere in three years right now corona oh yeah yeah now corona didn't happen so a lot of shit gonna change but i found the girl she was she went to app state she had just graduated she had a beer in every one of her hands like a little you know whatever um, I ain't gonna tell y'all what I went through to find her, but you know, <laughs> put some people on the job. You said probably a female too. Probably my wife, but we ain't gonna say that. <laughs> but uh, you know what I'm saying. But I found her, and she was exactly everything I thought she would look like. Um, and I said she probably just has barely a marketing degree. And that person, you don't you don't take ideas from them. You give them orders, and they'll just follow through with it. And they knew probably knew they wouldn't get it from me. And so um. I just realized. So anyway, Amir called me. We was talking about that. What the fuck was the point of this story? Um, brands not hiring people. Of color. Oh, <laughs> thank you. That's how long this story went. I ain't know what the fuck we was talking about. Jesus. Um, but anyway, I know Jesus that, saves. Bruh, shout out to my guy. <laughs> Something I don't know what's up with all that. But uh, I felt bad because and then so anyway, throughout this whole thing, I'm noticing. That, you know, here's a brand that that ran from hiring somebody other than the norm because it probably was going to upset some people. or was going to make some people uneasy. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is you look at uh, who you look at Nikon finally getting people of color as ambassadors. You're looking at Canon finally doing that. You're looking at Sony and then you're looking at them saying, hey, we're going to do all South. You know, when we was looking at the South America and brand ambassadors, only one person was of color. 
you know, we're talking about those things. And you look and I notice that, you know, these brands now are forced. Let me be real. Brands are now forced to go run out and show that they support black people. Mm -hmm. Now, that works on two fronts. It works because if this is this is the time, if you're a person of color, I will go to any brand, especially any big brand. Be like, hey, this is my idea. I'm a person of color. You should get behind this and force that hand so you can get your shit jump started so you can carry the torch. On the other side is, is it genuine? You know what I'm saying? We've we've heard about brands. You know, I was reading an article in Black Enterprise today talking about have white people. Um, Sorry, we're not a white hating podcast, by the way, but it's important to talk about that. People um, in Black Enterprise, they were talking about how white people uh, hijack uh, Black Lives Matter in social reform and black black people, um, you know, things being fair amongst people of color. Mm -hmm. And so I was reading it and it was talking about how, you know, now when the news goes out, they get the angry black person, they get the smart black person, and then they sprinkle in. This, the superstar is the white person who's there saying, I care for all black people. I yeah. care for black people, right? Yeah. Then they were talking about how white brands now are going out to be able to say, yo, we support black folks. Um, we support women. We support people of color. We're going to donate, and you don't know where the money is going to. Facts. So that was just something interesting to say. You got anything to say? I know I've been rambling for like 20 minutes. Not on this, because I don't. Hmm, fuck you, bro. Mm, at least not right now. Okay. It was just something interesting I was just paying attention to. So do I think um, I do think we need to get in spaces. I said this when I went to Photo Plus last year. I didn't see no black speakers. It bothered me. I would love to go up to a black person and be like, yo, can I pull you to the side? Can I talk to you? You know what I'm saying? I felt it very unjust. Uh, I don't even think that's the word I was looking for, but I found it was fucked up. Yeah. That Sony did not speak at that event not i don't think that's the fucked up part because i don't know the, what what was asked and whatever but i do find it weird that photo plus didn't do whatever it took to get manny ortiz there to speak mm. because he's a hispanic guy he's one of the few people of color that's not cheesy when he talks mm -hmm. um he got his shit in order he knows what he's talking about yeah i do think he he does everything for his youtube that would be something I would love to talk to him about. Like, well, yo, is are you really, really, really focused on the YouTube part versus the photography part because it pays? Because he probably gets paid well. From YouTube? Yeah. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And so I'm like, um, you know, I would love to have those conversations with him. But, you know, it's so funny. Sidebar before we go to the questions that you're going to read off. <laughs> My wife was telling me, she was like, oh, you know, um, we was talking about this girl who I shout out later, but she's in Orlando. And so um, I said, oh, she was in the photography group. She was like, oh, I want to let's link up with anybody in photography. Um, anybody, any photographers want to link up in Orlando, blah, blah, blah. My wife was like, oh, my gosh, I wish she was in Orlando to, to do that because she seems cool. Her work is bomb. And she was like, you know, anybody in, in New York that you can reach out to? I said, yeah, yeah, but I burnt that bridge. <laughs> so I've been talking shit about her all day. Oh, my God. Anyway, you ready? Next. Tony, have you seen the TikTok? No. <laughs> it's a TikTok. And it's a guy. He's like, um, he's yelling at the guy. And he's like, What's your name? He said, Don't He said, Fuck you, Don't No, see, that's messed up. <laughs> he said, Well, what's your name? He said, Ezekiel. He said, Well, fuck you, Ezekiel. <laughs> I hate you. Bruh, that is the funniest, one of the funniest TikToks. Out um, there. so we are now moving into the no more pie questions that need answered. <laughs> And Key's gonna read off the first one from Tony. Don't it. I hate you, bro. I hate you. And we gotta stop cussing in this podcast. What is your turnaround time on returning images to clients? What's your turnaround time for turning images to clients? Um, mine's is probably about a week and a half, two weeks. I find that that is first of all, that's for regular portraits. Anything else like weddings, things of that nature, it's like three months. Yeah. And I so what happens is I do my stuff different and if anybody ever cares I kind of tell you why later not in this podcast but 
Um, I send an overview proof of all their pictures, mm-hmm. all watermarked, of course. I let them pick. I edit those. I delete the whole gallery. I send it back. Boom, done. And it'd be done in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Now, it usually don't take me that long because I cut my time down by doing that so much. So I do encourage people to do that. However, it is a growing thing. You have to educate your clients because they will try to get away with oh, I thought I get to keep them all or can I see them all? Can I download them? I actually had a girl a couple weeks ago got upset with me. She was like, yo, all my proofs aren't there. I was like, yeah. She was like, why not? I was like, because you didn't pay for them. She goes, oh, I bet. I bet. What you going to do, sweetheart? What? (laughs) Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Next question. From Terrence. Terrence says, what is your routine the night before to ensure your wedding photography day goes well? This nigga pull up in my driveway one more time to back up into his driveway. I'm going to have to go across the street. We're going to have to handle this. Tony! He pissing me off, bro. Every time he pull into my driveway to back into his. It ain't even that deep. Gavin, the people can't see that. <laughs> Golly, bro. Um, my routine, the night before, only thing I do, I go through my bag, make sure I have everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I make sure everything is charged. Mm-hmm. I make right. sure all um, memory cards are cleaned off, formatted, things of that nature. Um, and I really make sure I have the schedule. And whoever phone number I need to have. Um, other than that, and I kind of look and see how long it's going to take me to get to this, uh, to the ceremony. Cause I don't want no problems. Um, and that's pretty much it. Cause then once you get started, the worst thing ever, I did a wedding in New Jersey and I got scared because I had all these memory cards and I'm like, I don't even know if it'll be enough. And I checked my memory cards and I wasn't for sure if I actually sent these people stuff. So I didn't want to format it or whatever the case may be, even though I could just delete it and be able to upload it later. Later, I didn't want to take that risk. Woke up the next morning, went to Best Buy, bought me some more memory cards. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And memory cards now are stupid cheap. And let me tell you all something. Somebody else, somebody wrote this in a group. Um, do not be afraid to get on Amazon Prime and have some shit sent to you. It, Amazon Prime is your friend. And then if you don't, if it, let's say it's arrived late, you just return it. Let's say, you know, it's better to have it, but make sure it's a Best Buy or Target, especially Best Buy, wherever the hell you're going, and that'll work. So that's my routine. Honestly, man, I pray. I know I just cuss a lot, but I pray a lot. I pray more than I cuss. Next. Lord help him. Come on, Abby. Um, what Abby say? Says, I would really like to do photography full time next Ooh, year. don't do it, sis. Don't do it. What are some steps you all take to get steady enough clients? Um, If you do not have steady clients, don't be trying to go full time. Right. Do what I said, told uh, Rico, um, make your full-time your part-time, make photography your full-time, mm. but still keep that part-time. Um, things I did before, I was forced into this. I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. We'll get to that, and probably at the end of this month, um, the end of October. What month is this? Is that October? Today's the first. Oh, congratulations to the first. Um, <laughs> at the end of this month, we'll get into that. We'll have like a little special episode, but- what I would say is one thing I do, I'm always every morning I wake up, I have a routine that's for my photography and, and this podcast. I stick to that routine. Um, I'm making sure I respond to people. Too many people. This needs to be said. Real shit. Let's make a note at 30 minutes that I got something important. I said, oh, my gosh. Too many people. Photographers brag about having bad business etiquette and skills and they don't know it. Too many photographers, too many of you photographers are out there, videographers as well. Um, You brag about being overwhelmed. You brag about not being able to respond to emails. You brag about um, sessions running over so you're late to your next session. You know what I'm saying? You're bragging about you have too many people requesting your services. You brag about your DMs. You have too many requests. You brag about how you have um, you need to charge people for your equipment because it's so expensive. And this is this shit ain't no. Let me tell you something. Walmart do not charge you for their cash registers when they come. <laughs> in, all right. Stop that shit. That shit gets on my nerves. Sorry for the cursing. I'm still going to put this on Instagram. <laughs> but the point is, you don't go into Burger King and they say, yo, this burger is eight dollars because the machine back there. It, it costs us fifty thousand. Yeah, they make your they make the money off the machine before they before it gets to the store. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we got to get out of that. But so many of us brag about having poor business skills. It's sad. So one thing I would say is to you, Abby, is look at here. Answer your emails. 
respond to everybody reach out to people now and i'm not saying you know one i think everybody gets scared of yo what about the winter that's my slow period what am i supposed to do you better start learning how to shoot indoors or figuring True. out a way that you can shoot or you know what met a girl in vegas one time um and she said we only work in vegas from april to october and i said what you mean she said because it gets cold out here we can't where she worked she worked at the pool she said we can't work and it's only but so many of us that can go inside and be bottle girls mm-hmm. and so i said and she said and then people don't travel to vegas during this time i said so what you do she said oh we save our money and we plan we pay off all of our stuff so those six months or whatever how many four months that we're not at work we are a-okay and she was like you got to learn to do that mm-hmm. and so that's what i would say man stop bragging you know i hope everybody listening and i hope everybody pay attention stop bragging about having poor business skills all right man you ready to get into this uh last bit of photography shit before we get to the shits um so you had a question you wrote this morning first time oh hand claps for you for actually giving something to the pot Oh my gosh, I gotta give you real hand claps in person. I hope y'all can hear this. I'm gonna punch you in the throat. What was your question? Um, my question was regarding grants and do you have to have a particular type of business to obtain a grant? So what I've learned through this whole process of corona is that you don't. Okay. Um, what I've noticed was there's a lot of grants. Shout out to our group, man. Um, no more pop by Gavin B on Facebook. Only join if you're a photographer or videographer. If you're not one of those. I was about to join too. Bruh, <laughs> I only have one non-photographer in that group. Only one. Somebody's at the house, so they might walk up on us. Who is here? Sound like my girl. Oh, you see them? I saw a car that didn't go past the house. <sighs> you know, I knew I wasn't it. tripping. I was like, bruh, somebody about to come up the steps. Hey, like. <laughs> so what I've learned through this whole process is there are grants. There are situations where... Um, They'll let you know what if your business qualifies. Mm, I was okay. trying to I was trying to apply for a grant. We talked about it on American Express with Shaq. Mm-hmm. Um, my zip code didn't qualify. It just oh, disqualified yeah, yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? One thing, only advice I can get to you, give to you is if um, if it's deep, because some grants you have to write documentation for. Get your grant writer. How much you think they charge? Um, from my understanding, a lot of grant writers, I think they charge like maybe a fraction or they'll let you know. Of however much the grant is. Mm-hmm. Some, mm-hmm. some of them do that. Some, Because a lot of people who do a lot of grant writing, from my understanding, are nonprofits. Um, hold on. Let's let's Google average grant writer because, you know, this is going to be correct because it's on Google. It's on the Internet. Yeah, because everything on Google is correct. Damn, their annual salary is 51 G's. That's what I'm saying. I think they charge an upfront free. Oh, they might. I mean, I, I don't know. I have to look. The one I applied for and got, I didn't have to do it. Um, But some of them probably have upfront uh, costs. Let me tell you, I lost a grant for, it was a Google podcast grant. And I was super tight because I really wanted that grant. And I did not get it. And I realized once I didn't get it, I was talking to somebody who does grant writing. They said, yeah, you probably should have talked to them talk to a grant writer and had them to write you write off write out your information so mm-hmm. i was like for real and they was like yeah because they were saying the problem is um we know what to see i was talking to nick about it his girl um i was talking to nick about it in vegas and his girl's a grant writer and he said yeah she knows certain words that they see certain phrases they see they know exactly how to respond to it and that shows the people who or giving a grant away that you're serious about this. You went out and hired somebody because you really need this money, whatever yeah. the case may be. So that's something um, I would do. They say they have grant writers, uh, hourly rates, a hundred an hour. Jesus Christ. Jeez. Oh gosh. Some may be as low as 200. That ain't low. That's more than a hundred. No, like low is total. Oh, I was about to say. Um, they have structure. So I don't know, man, look into that. Um, Shout out to our group. We applied for seven grants in our group. We didn't want six. Huh. Well, I'm not a photographer, a videographer, so that doesn't mm-hmm. help me. Sure don't. Um, the Canon 50, is that all you had about grant writing? Yes. I'm sorry. Sorry, it only took two minutes for you. Um, <laughs> shut up. That's why you ain't got your camera. Bro, we ain't got there yet. I'm that ain't even on the paper, bro. Well, What's wrong with you? Well. Um, one thing I would have to say is the Canon... 
50 millimeter RF. It is coming out just to let y'all know. Definitely, if y'all want that camera, go check it out. It's probably going to be stupid expensive because it's the RF mount and not the regular smegler mount. So y'all do that. If y'all know anybody that has that camera, um, has that lens already and they're willing to trade, sell, do whatever, let me know. Um, you can read this one. I should have told you this. You don't know what's going on. I don't right. know nothing about this photography stuff. Well, Miguel, this is why you shouldn't sleep through pre-production meetings. Key slept through the pre-production meeting. You know, I would put you on blast and tell everybody what you was really doing while I was taking a nap. Jerking and squirting. That is not what I was going to say. I was uh, working on an uh, uh, invitation. Exactly. But it was the pre-production meeting. I was still talking. You were asleep, though. You didn't hear it. Um, Miguel, whatever his name is, released five must-have as a portrait photos. Um, this actually... Thought you thought about Miguel the singer. That would have been dope. You can be my piece. Click that. What? That's one of his old songs. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so <laughs> this is interesting because his things was a flash reflector, a battery grip, a L bracket, and an eye socket for your camera. These are his five must have to take cool portrait photos. Um I do agree with a flash. I do agree with a reflector for sure. Um, I definitely agree with a battery grip. Uh a L bracket, eh. A eye socket. What is an eye socket? So, you know, when you look through my camera, would you put your eye through? A lot of them, um, they're expanding the sockets because a lot of photographers are now having eye vision problems because their eyelash hit their eyes. It scratches. Um, mm -hmm. I actually know a photographer who went through that where his eyelashes was cutting. It, it was cutting his retina mm -hmm. and he was getting scratches and he had to have emergency eye surgery. That is a real thing. So a lot of these eye sockets are making it easier. So you're not pressing up against that window. Me, I don't really have that problem as much. My eyelash is not as long, plus I have glasses, plus the eye socket, so it's not that big of a deal. But it's just something to keep in mind there. Um, so the only thing I would take out is this L bracket. I don't even know what you really need that for. Whatever. I get it if you got a tripod, but we don't need that. That ain't that deep. What is that deep is a prime lens. Get your prime lens. I was talking to my homeboy Shaq. Shout out to Shots by Shaq. That's my guy. Catch register for him. Man. Anyway, um, get your prime lens. They're sharper. Um, sometimes they're faster. However, your images will look way 10 times better. You got to work on the shake. Um, if you can afford the L series lens, if you got Canon or if you can hire uh, for like the high end ones where you don't have to worry about camera shake, definitely get those. But the prime lens get you that. I promise you I love it. All right, man. Before we get to the shit. Prime lens. I promise you're going to love it. Um, I have a question. I have an answer. Do you really? Maybe. Oh, so I asked, I asked uh, Rico last last episode. I asked you too. How many dates? Oh, you saw it in the thing. How many dates should women? How many dates do you wait? Do you offer the split the tab or the pay the tab? Oh, we talked about this so many times. Okay, answer. They don't know that. Come on, man. <sighs> so, that's why I hate pre production meetings. <laughs> um, probably say three. Okay. Look at you. That's you gonna, good. You go on like three days, you know, let him pay. If y'all still vibing, clicking, clicking. It's cool. I was going to let it run. <laughs> then you offer. Then if you want to see him again, I would say offer to take him out. If you're really feeling it. Mm. All right. Let's get this podcast hype. Let's that was it. so random. Didn't even lead anywhere. Why it sound like we about to come get kidnapped? Our boy back. I know they want to see me follow where I am, though. On two feet, that's why I stand, though. I'm a true fucking killer, like. We've been waiting for this nigga for so long. Yeah! Bruh, this nigga been. Where you been at, bruh? I just signed a deal so big that it's a secret. Victoria's Secret ain't just dancing around me for a reason. Spread your wings on me like I'm Freddie Mercury. But baby, you should come and see me now. Not in the elevator. This a remix. This on the deluxe. I don't. I don't think I have the deluxe. Oh my. So why did you tell me Tiller was coming out with new music? He is. Cause I seen it. Well, I know that, but the deluxe dropped, and the last song in the deluxe, he said, "My new album done." Yeah, oh drop tomorrow. I'm from the scar town, city, no love from the town where a nigga never ever blow up. 
you I thought I you heard the deluxe and you was just like, yo. No, I seen where he said that his album, new album is called Anniversary is dropping tomorrow. Which is funny because the deluxe came out. Oh, let me see when the deluxe came out. It it dropped. See, this is why we and need maybe to have pre song meetings. Maybe need- that was the post I seen. Well, he dropped the deluxe on September 27th, and on the last song, he says, the new album is done. It's on the way. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is cool. So, um, Bryson Tiller finally got some damn new music that's coming out. We've been waiting and since. me and Gavin like Bryson Tiller. We do. And we be talking, and we be like, yo, when is, when is dude going to drop? Um, he looks short. Tiller? He, you know, he had a kid. He just. Three years, bro. He had a, um. He got an, in a new relationship. They had a baby. Like, he was just getting himself together, yeah, you bro. know? He real introvert. We ain't got time for that shit. Um, who else you waiting on new music from? <laughs> um, Like, and we ain't talking about people that just dropped, but, like, people who yeah, you Yeah, that's like, what I was going to say. I don't... The people that I really listen to, like, Janae already dropped. Chris Brown already dropped. Mm. Um, I need Sissa to drop. I need oh yes, you are right. I need Todd Dollar to drop. Todd Dollar has not dropped the album. It's so freaking up. Let me see when the last time Todd Todd Dollar keep giving everybody like his little um these little songs that he liked. I mean, he be giving them chorus and the hook and everything. That's the same thing. But the point is, <laughs> he ain't dropped in so damn long. I'm like, bro, are you scared, bro? Bro, bro. I'm like, what's going on? Hold on let me see what last time Todd Dollar dropped, bro. He ain't even. It's only singles on his thing. He dropped My Tide in 2018. Nobody didn't care about that. And Beach House came out in 2018. I don't really listen to him. Really? Yeah. Bruh, Todd Dollar's that guy. He be uh he be doing cool stuff. So I need him and Sister to drop. Um, I'm low key excited for the Kanye project. I heard it's gonna be good. Oh, I saw. Wow. I read it's gonna be good. I'm actually excited for that. Who else I need a project from? That's probably about it that I really, really, really care about. I mean, of course, I want Drake to drop. I need Travis to drop. But, you know, some people's like, they keep giving us little songs, so we ain't worried about it. All right, let's yeah. go to these pop culture things. Before we get started, um, two things. I want to send prayers and condolences to Chrissy and John Legend. Yeah. Um, lost a baby. And just reading their story, it's sad. I like to stop reading it, and I stop listening. You know, when I'm watching stuff on the internet, they keep bringing it up. I'm like, all right, skipping it. Yeah, that's what I was doing, too. Because it's sad, like, yeah. to hear what she went through. And this is coming from two people that don't have no kids. <laughs> but I couldn't imagine being in that situation. I, I know, couldn't. Right? And, um, like, when I see the joy that kids bring to people, oh. and then you notice that, like, yo, they going through that. They can't do that. They can't, you know, they're missing out on that opportunity. Super sad, man. So uh, nothing but prayers and love to them. Um, I wish those, that family the best. So yeah. that, um. <laughs> what happened at the debate, bro? Bruh. I know we talked about it last podcast, but I gotta hear what you got to say. So so I'm um I think I'm on the phone or I'm watching something else, right? Mm-hmm. And then I get a text from my group chat and it says, Y'all watching this shit show or something? I forgot what Brittany said. That was not me. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> and I was like, what you talking about? <laughs> and then as soon as I get on like Facebook or some Facebook or something, and uh, that's what I see. I was like, oh, the debate. Bro, so bad. by this time, it's only like 30 minutes left. So I watched the last 30 minutes. Bruh. I'm like, first of all, we can't hear you because y'all talking over each other. Absolutely. Y'all are talking over each other after every statement. I don't know what y'all talking about. Then like... Trump, I don't, I just, I don't, I do not care to listen to anything that he has to say. So when y'all say he doing his speeches or he made an announcement, I know you told us. And I'm like, I'm not watching him. Like, he's so funny. I'm I'm not watching him. He's going to give, make me lose brain cells. Absolutely. Two things. This is for the people that's not voting for Trump. Y'all can kill me with the talking shit about Joe Biden knowing good and well y'all going to be voting for Joe Biden in November. Um, I've said it before. I'm voting for Joe Biden. I do not support Joe Biden. I don't give a damn about Joe Biden. Do I think he's a racist? Probably so. Oh yeah, he definitely is. Um, Even some of his comments, he I was like, yeah. What would you like? At best, he's racially insensitive and racially ignorant. That's mm-hmm. enough for me to let me know what side of the fence. That means that lets me know you'll make racist decisions and and don't think twice about it. Exactly. That's what that lets me know, mm-hmm. 
racial insensitive let me know that you make racial decisions racist decisions and not think um however he's getting my vote is he getting my vote because he's a lesser two evils absolutely <laughs> um i'm not doing the shit of yo i would just vote for trump because hey you know um excuse me let's stay on topic the point is i'm getting tired of seeing people online talk shit about joe biden knowing good and well they are voting for him in november mm. bro stop doing that that's how trump is in the white house now and last year y'all y'all black asses was definitely and not even in this Trump did not win because black people didn't vote last year. I will tell y'all that right now. They making it seem like Trump got in office because white Christian women were scared <laughs> to be dis disobedient, quote unquote. Um, let me put it like that. That's my view, my opinions, not the opinion of the show or Kiana. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my view. Um, so when I look at it, I say I knew a lot of y'all was at the polls voting for Hillary. And y'all was talking shit about her months before facts and then you know y'all wasn't willing to go with what you knew hillary is what you guys knew you didn't want to vote then or you want to discourage people don't try to do that now so then we look at i look on the other side so my thing is shout out to the people that's you know we're we gonna dead the let's kill joe biden even though i'm gonna vote for him let's dead that my second thing is i am not arguing with somebody on if trump is racist in 20 fucking 20 time out for that i had a guy today he's biracial so i understand he sees things from a different light because he has two sides of the coin where you know he has his non-black side and he has his black side and so he deals with he deals with people who he feel like they challenge both sides of his coin that's fine i ain't got time for that i can't i can't argue that race because i've, I've never been in that race yeah but here's my opinion and you may like it you may not oh. my thing with biracial people is that um at the end of the day white people still still saw you as black oh absolutely back then so yeah, you saying you know i get both sides Cool, you can say that all you want to, but at the end of the day, you're getting the same type of treatment as us. Oh, absolutely. I don't care if you, if your family say, oh, we love you regardless, da, 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 da. they shouldn't have to say any of that. They should just love you for, for you being you, not regardless because you black or because you have this you know type of skin tone or whatever. It's like, you can understand both sides, but do you really though? Like, Yeah, because, I, well, here's my thing. Well, okay, so when you're saying, I think something new because a lot of the uh, biracial people we know well, I know, and I'm around, they really live in a mix, a super mixed household. And what they're saying is they hear more of the both sides of the talk conversation than most average people. So I don't know. I can't say that they do hear it or not. Or it's just they do, weird for me because. Well, you also just black. Yeah, but also you with a black, yo, mom or dad is black. So obviously you should only be hearing one side. Mm -mm. Unless they're talking about like grandparents and stuff, Probably then I so. would totally like, understand I know, that. I know a white girl who only likes black guys. That's a whole other thing. She does not sexualize black men, so let's not go there. But she posts all the time about how racist her grandparents Very are. Sorry. So if it's a grand, okay, then I I I can understand. And that. she even said she was like, my dad's racist on the low, and I'm like, really? And she was like, she said, I didn't realize it until Trump got in office. She said because we never had to discuss it. And if she, you know, shout out to her. Can't even shout her out because she probably don't want her business out like that. Mm -hmm. mm, I was going to mute the mic. I was going to edit I, it I think I have an idea who it is. I don't think you know her. Oh, we'll no. talk about it. I'll talk about it. <laughs> um, but anyway, my second thing is Trump supporters. Don't y'all be tagging my black ass in these videos where another black dude is going off and he's supporting your cause and he's a nigga that y'all like. I will repeat that again. This is the time where black people will be saying stuff that's crazy i definitely think they being paid to do it but whatever that's a whole nother discussion facts and, i've thought that same thing and so there's gonna be videos where people of color are gonna be in there they're gonna express their support for trump and how much they love him and how much he's done for them don't be tagging me in that shit to say look because let me tell you what you're doing like i told a guy today he tagged he told me to check out a video on his page i said no i said let me guess what you want me to do i said i bet it's a black guy who's telling you how he has concerns with trump but he's going to vote for trump because he does not try, trust the opposite side i said furthermore he's probably telling black people they should not trust the opposition as well 
I said, furthermore, it's probably people in the comment section saying, hey, great job. Support this man. Protect this man. Because at right now, he's good enough for you because he's doing what you want him to do. That is the exact same bullshit that slave owners used back in the day for black people to say, hey, this plantation is better than the last plantation. (laughs) And I'm not for it. So I don't want to see that shit because guess what? When his black ass gets shot in the street, you will not be tagging me in no videos. When he gets pulled over for being racially profiled, you will not be tagging me in that video. You won't know his name. So with that being said, dead it. Don't even tag me in it. If you do, I'm clowning you. Anywho. Especially um, since, what was the statement he made when they asked him to denounce um, white supremacy? Oh, my God. And he, could, uh, he told him to stand by. Stand by. Sir, that's all I kept seeing from like all these political people that I follow. That's all they kept pointing out was that you can't tell me that Trump is not racist Bruh. after this debate. He says. He says, stand back and stand by. Stand, stand by for what? Because, you know, black folks ain't playing no more. Yeah, yeah, nah, nah, you can run up and get done up. <laughs> um, Before Key reads out the expose yourself question, I do want to shout out um, one individual. Her name is, her name is Angela Perez. Shout out to Angela Perez. Um, an amazing, dope female photographer she is puerto rican she lives in orlando that's what i was talking about earlier and when i say key her work is bomb her i'm gonna show you (laughs) key her 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 shit is bomb but anyway she's applying she's actually applying for um sony's um she's applying for sony's alpha like to be an ambassador for sony Mm. and i think that's super dope because her work is ridiculous it's it's really beautiful it's one of those things where you see it and you go all right you got your shit right man um so shout out to her man hold on i gotta show key right quick because i really want key to see her work good shit my rookie yeah no bro (laughs) hold on bro hold on bro let me show you you got your question before i show you this shit you can be my please click this her work but anyway, shout outs to her. I mean, um, her work is beautiful. It has an art to it. It don't look like you're not going to her and say, hey, can you do my birthday pictures? Yeah, she need to be doing some um, like she need to be doing some like high fashion model stuff. Magazine. Like uh, like a top model. Absolutely. This is exactly what it they, reminds me of. It's, it is beautiful. Oh, yeah, she's man. good. Yeah, bro. And you it's just it's just something that. OK, worker. <laughs> Like when you see it, you see her work, it it makes you stop. And I, I told her today, I said, y'all been watching your videos for a minute. Um, I love it. Your work is bomb. Yo, I said, uh, I'll love to interview you one day. So hopefully I can get her on. All right, Key, read your question. Have you ever fought somebody on site? No. <laughs> no. I'm not a fighter, bro. Me neither. I've never been in a fight ever in my life. Really? Mm-hmm. I've been in a fight. Um, I'm not a fault somebody on site because what it was funny because karina mom asked this question she was like what's on site it's like as soon as you see oh, him it's go time. It's yeah like, it's go time um i've never fought nobody on site i have definitely been in fights um my thing is if i see you and i know we got issues i'm going in the opposite directions yeah, nigga shoot now but they even shoot. back in the day like i still don't got time for drama nah because and i talk too much so i make you feel stupid and you get mad and so uh that but uh, I Gavin ain't never got my ass with. Gavin so. do talk a lot of shit. Come though. on, man. That's no sub. Uh, last minute highlights before we get out of here so we can go eat. Um, Rihanna is making Fenty for me. <laughs> really? Yeah, man. Christian Combs is her. Um, oh, Christian yes. Combs is her. Christian Combs with his pretty black skin. You know you try to hit on my sister. Well, I don't know if I'm allowed br- to say that. <laughs> I was going to say your sister's name, too. She should have. <laughs> he was underage. Oh, this was a while ago then. When he came to the hotel. Okay. Well, it's don't a, do that. Is it? <laughs> Never mind, don't do that. <laughs> take it back, take it back. Don't do that. <laughs> so it's funny because she hits me up and she goes, Boy, guess what I saw in the hallway? So I'm like, Who? And she told me, Christian. She was like, I said, She goes, He's cute. Like, he's a cutie. And she was like, He had his little do rag on, about to take it <laughs> off. He ain't had no shirt on, talking about some, Yo, what's good, ma? Like, blah, blah, blah. Spit. She was like, I looked at him and said, Boy, I know how, you, how old you are. Where's your daddy? <laughs> <laughs> I said, All right, bro. She was like, yeah, I really told him, like, don't, don't, I'm not doing that. Like, come on. 
And I think he was like 17. She was like, Oh, Lord, no. Don't do that. And she was like, I told him, I said, Uh uh, where's your daddy? Facts. And he was like, Come on. So he's the first um, guy? Yeah. Yeah. And so now I feel better because I can do my um, Meg Meg line. Somebody called Rihanna, I'm going to buy some draws with her. I can say that line now because it was bad. Did you notice I was the only dude on? Uh, it could she, be Fenty makeup too. Which Fenty? She doing draws, bro. For oh, them dudes. I didn't know. Come on, man. And then she had a. She had a. Could have um, some chapstick coming for him. I don't know. Well, I'm still gonna do. I'm gonna buy some draws with her. Okay. You remember? You saw at the wedding how I was the only dude on the dance floor when they was playing uh Captain Hook. That's my shit. Nah, I might have been. Pause. <laughs> it sucks when you like the chick songs. That's like, yo, bro. You bro. like a lot of chick songs. Yeah. Yo, we got to start a list of topics I want to talk about that we never get to. Because I do want to talk about this topic of how do you balance being, um, especially in your business and in life and in relationships, how you go from being patient to being a pushover to a pain in the ass. I think that's a bomb ass topic, but it's too deep. We we ain't got time for that today. We uh-huh. are already over an hour. You ever thought about that? Like you right now in your business, you are at the let's do it like this at your job. Okay. Right. Let's not your your last job, not your job now. Okay. There was a time where you were applying for positions. Mm-hmm. You were being patient. Then there was a time where you realized that you were being a pushover because they're taking advantage of you. Correct. Then there was a time where you was like, I'm about to be a pain in your ass and I'm about to get the hell up out of here. Jet up out of there. And so there's ways we do that as an entrepreneur. You're going to experience that. You're going to wonder, like, am I just being patient or now am I being a pushover? And then when you get done with that, then you got to say, all right. Am I still back at, at now? I kind of make sure I'm not a pain in the ass. And I kind of want to have that conversation. So we're going to add that to our little chalkboard one day. A chalkboard we don't have. Uh, we can add it to one of these rooms. You ain't got to tell nobody that. You could have said our chalkboard that's posted up. Nobody can see us. You know, niggas be coming over to be like, that boy lying. Um, H&M is closing 250 stores. Do you care or do not care? I think that is a big deal. I don't care. I haven't shopped there in a minute. Damn, what they do to you? I mean, we was, we was actually just in there, but I really haven't been... First of all, I haven't been shopping, and first, mm-hmm. and then if I do shop, it's online, mm-hmm. and you know my new store is Shein and Pretty Little Thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, yeah, I haven't been there, so I really don't care. I think that's a big thing when stores like that start leaving malls. Mm-hmm. That means we're not really hopping out of a recession, even though I know a lot of places. Um, I know a lot of places are going to be forced to close due to COVID. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things people are forcing you to go online. And it's going to be dope. The reason why that bothers me because people are going to lose their jobs. That is true. A lot of people are going to lose their jobs. And and these places we buy from online, you know where they at? China. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely with them. And so that's the other thing. And it's like, hey, we're losing that. And then now they're forcing you now. You have to spend digital. We talked about it on a couple of podcasts ago. Like, Nope. There's no coin shortage. There's no dollar shortage. There is a we want to track you desire. Mm. And we do that because we're going to see everywhere your debit card goes. Yeah, I, I didn't understand what the, what they meant when they started saying that. I'm like, how the fuck is there a shortage when people use debit all the time? Yeah, there's no shortage, shortage, man. And it sucks because they're lying and they're like, oh, because at first it was a shortage. Then it was always oh, COVID related. Right. And then I went somewhere and they only took cash because they was like, oh, OK, we only want cash now. And I'm like. What what what? <laughs> Last week it was a shortage. This week y'all good. Like y'all gotta make your mind up. Don't make no sense. Um. Anyway, tell people how they can find you. Follow me on my Instagram, KSS seven underscore. Did you want to talk about your app? Follow, bit, or do you want to wait? Follow my inspirations page. It's underscore inspirare or inspire, whichever way you want to pronounce it. I really the don't correct care. way. Um. It's N S P I R A R E. Yeah. Make sure you follow me. I am underscore Gavin B. GavinBoway.com book. I am booking maternity shoots. I am. I can't even give y'all that away. But anyway, (laughs) uh, go to my website. DM me if you ever want to shoot. But remember, we do not get paid in what? Exposure. Yeah. Call up White Williams for the hype, please. They gon' white you before you white me. Unboxes of checks, not my Nikes. Cactus not no iced tea. Got him bamboo.